Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Friday morning, hoping all is well as we wrap up this week. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about production around Kratom and specifically the whole issue of salmonella and heavy metals and it seems to be that those are the two things that kind of propelled the opposition to kratom and i don't necessarily mean that there is or has been an organized opposition movement to kratom around the fact that heavy metals and salmonella has you know have been found in kratom in the past but What I do mean is that there seems to be, from my perspective, these scary incidents where a producer here and a producer there have heavy metals found or salmonella in their products. And as a result of that, that state then moves to, you know, restrict access to Kratom, whether it be proposing bans or at least, you know, at the very least going after the vendor's who are distributing that Kratom. Obviously, I'm not really putting any bias on this. I'm just stating, you know, what I've what I've witnessed so far. But it it just is odd to me from an outside perspective, you know, why is it that this even happens to begin with? So I kind of did a little bit of digging. This is very preliminary research, and it's definitely going to be one of those things that I'm going to continue to learn about as time goes on, as I dive into this more and as I talk to more people who are involved in the production process. But here's what I've been going through in my preliminary amateur research. So first off, the thing that I've noticed, the thing that I've observed and pretty much everyone else has observed who follows Kratom, the news reports. Many people are still seeking clarity about Kratom. On one side, the FDA warns people not to use it. Last week, it issued a warning that lab tests of 30 Kratom products found significant levels of lead and nickel at concentrations that exceed safe exposure. Many, many news reports. Kratom that's contaminated with salmonella, 36 states, and nearly 100 ill. Many, 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 many local news reports. The Food and Drug Administration issued a mandatory recall on Tuesday after several herbal supplements containing Kratom tested positive for salmonella. So I'm going to guess that you get the idea of, you know, what I'm trying to get at here. Basically, the local media news stations, which I've brought up many times before, always have something to say when it comes to this. Now, granted, and to, you know, 
for the benefit of the doubt, they do this when there's salmonella outbreaks with lettuce, right? Like you've all seen that. They they have some sort of announcement. They're like, don't go out to the stores and buy lettuce right now because, you know, it might be infected, blah, blah, blah. They're doing a recall. So, you know, that I'm not saying that this is the only thing they do that with. But what I am saying is that they seem to focus on this aspect of it a lot, which brought my attention to it and, and is making me think, you know, more so than when I go to the store and looking at lettuce, I'm not thinking, oh, maybe this has salmonella in it. But when I go on to a website and I'm looking at Kratom, I am thinking, hmm, I wonder if this has salmonella in it. Like, I hope that this product is safe. And so why is that? And is that fear necessary? Or is it just a slanted coverage of Kratom? Or is there a real issue with production? And is that why this um, whole framework of the Kratom Consumer Protection Act is so widely popular and that it kind of addresses one of the few downfalls of Kratom, if it is a downfall of Kratom. So I'm just trying to verse myself in this, you know. I'm just trying to learn as much as I can and to get a better understanding of what's going on. So after my exposure to all these news reports, I'm just starting to do some preliminary research. And here's what I've been turning up so far. Um, For starters, you know, when you look at vitamins in the store, for instance, they have to have product labels that say they've been tested for heavy metals and they have, you know, not too much. And and a lot of the time, like prenatal vitamins, the, the one thing, if there's ever one thing that should not have lead in it, there are prenatal vitamins that get recalled because they have too much lead in them. It's like, what? What are you talking about? And so looking into that, when just when I, you know, had my own first child this past year, we were looking at prenatals before she was born, and then we're looking at postnatal vitamins and trying to figure out which one has the least heavy metals in it. And we're like, why is this even a problem? Like, how is it that we can't buy something and know that there's no lead in it? Like, really? We're not there yet? So I've been having dealing with this frustration in a different way, and I'm just kind of transferring that thought process over to Kratom, too. And from my own personal, very amateur research, everybody, um, what I've been finding is that, well, heavy metals do occur naturally in plants, and when you're concentrating them, you're going to get a concentration of heavy metals. And then in addition to that, uh, some of the most significant sources of heavy metals come from the contamination of soil from the f- where the foods are being produced, and that can be like also residual mud and chemical fertilizer and pesticides used in agriculture. Uh, and other materials that are used in agriculture. So that, you know, opens up the field a lot more, doesn't it? Because it makes me think, okay, well, it might not just be a natural occurrence and people are just, you know, taking a concentrated form of kratom and then getting heavy metals from that. I mean, if you're just grounding up the leaf, I feel like that's not much of a concentration, not as much as like vitamins, you know? Like with vitamins, they're like saying, oh, this is a thousand percent of whatever you need. And I don't really think that your average Kratom user is doing that with Kratom. I feel like you're just taking three to five grams of Kratom, which is just the ground up plant. And that's not really a concentrate, is it? You know, it's more like eating a salad in powder form. So (laughs) that's an interesting image. Um, Anyway, (laughs) it's Friday, you guys. I can be loopy. Okay, so anyway, so that's kind of my thought process on that. So it makes me think, okay, it's more to it than just natural. Let's think about, you know, farmers and where it's coming from. And are the products being produced in a way that would avoid heavy metals at all costs uh, other than the natural? 
And that got me thinking, well, most of Kratom, 95% of it's coming from Indonesia. So maybe we should look into agricultural regulations and laws in Indonesia. Maybe that would have some sort of clue. Because it sounds to me like unless people are really messing up the production side in the U.S., the heavy metals might be coming from the agricultural practices on that side. Now, I stopped there and I started to look at salmonella because I was like, before we get too far into that, let's just see what, you know, I can turn up with the salmonella thing. And uh, I don't know anything about salmonella. Complete, pleading, total ignorance here. So I looked it up and it says salmonella is, you know, most people are infected with salmonella by eating foods that have been contaminated by feces. So, not a long bridge to jump there to come to the conclusion that maybe Kratom is being, you know, come into contact with feces, maybe animal feces. And that still brings me to the question of what are the regulations around Indonesian agricultural laws and specifically whichever laws dictate how you grow Kratom, right? Am I doing well so far? I honestly don't know. This is this is amateur research hour with, with me on everything Kratom. So, you know, I don't know. I'm just, you're along for the ride, right? So anyway, that's been my thought process as I'm looking into this. I'm kind of hitting a brick wall now. I've been looking at the laws in Indonesia as best as I could. And so far, I've found that um, during 2015 to 2019... Indonesia passed like a big act that kind of updated its agricultural policies and that was in 2012. In 2015 and 2019, basically most of those policies were confirmed and set into place or like not altered at least. So they've continued these policies since 2012. One of the more notable aspects of those policies has been that there is a remarkable amount of support for fertilizers through subsidies and that the government provides a large amount of its subsidies to producers that are using certain forms of fertilizer. And this is kind of the brick wall that I'm hitting is like, I I need to take some more time to research this, but I just kind of wanted to today do a brief update into the sorts of things that I'm continuing to look at because I've heard some interest from people about like, how are you uh, coming up with different podcast ideas in certain episodes and is this something that like you're you know in the process of doing over weeks and then you have an episode about it or is it something you researched the day before and so the answer to that is kind of like a mix sometimes I look at something the night before I read a few articles and I'm like oh that'd be an interesting episode other times I'm like there's a lot of history here or there's something going on and I probably shouldn't do an episode until I do a lot more research And right now I'm kind of in an in-between one, which is why I'm doing an episode today on this. I feel like I'm onto something or looking into something that I want to continue expanding and uncovering myself. Um, But at the same time, I kind of wanted to like do a little brief part one update on it. So this is me letting you all have a little bit of a a view into the, the inner workings of everything Kratom when we're doing Uh, a little bit more of a deep dive into something, but it's taking a while. And so it was just on my mind today. So that's why I'm kind of sharing this today. I've kind of gotten to this point where, hmm, fertilizers is, you know, correlated, not causal, not necessarily 
causation, but correlation. There's a correlation between fertilizers, how they're used, and how the soil's treated, and the amount of heavy metals that certain crops will have. And in Indonesia, it seems like for the past 10 years, they've had a really heavy reliance, but also, um, you know, actual like like purposeful government support for a lot of different fertilizer usage for producers in the agricultural realm. Now, obviously, this is a very blanket statement here, and it's not I'm not even making a statement. I'm more just like letting you all know that's where I've left off. So the next time I revisit this, I'm going to I will have looked at, you know, more closely the heavy metals aspect of this and then also done some more research into where could animal contact have come into this. I did see a video on YouTube that says, how does salmonella make it into Kratom? And it shows somebody was filming secretly some people who were packing up Kratom to send off, uh, you know, who knows where, likely to the West. And there were chickens around and mud and it was kind of filthy and somebody, you know, had just picked something off the ground and then finished packing up, you know, a package. So it's like, hmm, interesting. So there's more here. There's more to it. And and I'm just getting started. But uh, just kind of wanted to, to brain dump on you all and see what you think. And hey, if you all know more about this, save me the time. Please do. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, and if there are any experts out there, please let me know. Um, would love to share your knowledge on this podcast. It is the People's Podcast. So that's where I'm leaving off for now. Uh, and I'll let you all do some research on, on your own time as well. Maybe we can come back with something in the next few weeks. Okay, hate to have a cliffhanger, but I'm leaving it there. <laughs> uh, have a great rest of your Friday. Have an awesome weekend and get geared up for the holidays. Talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.